gracious hosts, unique lodging, and tasty cuisine. New Mexico bed and breakfasts are New Mexico true. Our innkeepers are as special as New Mexico, and we're sharing their stories. Read about them and plan your trip at nmbba.org. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's second Thursday New Mexico show, where we talk about travel, food, events, where to stay and play. Uh, we always talk with innkeepers who belong to the New Mexico Bed and Breakfast Association. And I encourage you to go to their website. It is nmbba.org. We do this every second Thursday. So, of course, you can keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. But today we're going to be talking about weddings, elopements, honeymoons. We're getting into the romance world because, you know, it's coming up. Valentine's coming up. A lot of people got engaged over the holiday season. And so we're going to talk about especially elopements, small weddings, and where you can have them. And we're going to go to northern New Mexico today. We're going to talk about elopements at Casa Escondida Bed and Breakfast in Chamayo. I'm going to welcome Kim to the show. Kim, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you on the show, everyone. The website for Casa Escondida is casaescondida.com. We also have Sherry at the Inn of the Turquoise Bear in Santa Fe. You can go to that website, turquoisebear.com. Welcome, Sherry. How are you? Thank you. Fun to be here. It's good to have you on the show. Um, I know both of the inns do elopements and have special packages, um, but elopements seem to be um, kind of on the rise, especially after, you know, during and after the pandemic or wherever we are in that world of the pandemic thing. But Nancy, uh, you had some history on elopements. Should we yeah, even be I telling know. people about this? <laughs> well, no, back in the 1700s, the, the elopement would occur when a young man was told that he was going to marry possibly an older sister when he liked the younger sister. Arranged marriages were happening back then. And they were not, the, the couple wasn't in love. So the guy would go steal his love, maybe from the same family, but not always, and elope to get married before he would have to marry someone he didn't love. So elopement started from that, you know, just from the idea of arranged marriages that weren't exactly what couples wanted. You, mm. you know, I, I have to say, you know, I get that. Yeah. You know, it's hard. It's hard enough to get married and not make a mistake, let alone mm. being told you're going to marry this person that you don't know, or maybe you do know, but you're in love with somebody else. And it used to fall in mostly into families where there was older, younger sisters, and the family was always trying to marry off the older one. Just saying. Well, this this is interesting. I think we've changed up a little bit. Elopement seem I don't know. Oh, no, it's not. Sherry, Sherry, let's go with you because I know you actually officiate uh, weddings um, at the end of the turquoise bear. The turquoise bear. Um, so, are elopements are are people just bailing from their family? Or are they just really smaller weddings and keeping things intimate these days? I think for us, it's smaller scale. Um, gatherings and keeping things intimate. It can be between two, it can be between 10 for us here. 
the capacity that we have here at the inn. Um, but everybody is a known party yeah. <laughs> for participating when they contact <laughs> us and ask That's and so inquiry funny. about um, having an elopement here at the inn. Okay, so yeah, it's different than the drive-through, you know, weddings in Vegas, you know, Las Vegas in Nevada, not in Las Vegas in New Mexico. But let's go over to Kim over at Casa Escondida. What what kind of elopements are you getting? <laughs> Intimate or like naughty? I'm running off from my family. <laughs> um, I would say it's it's primarily people who would like an intimate setting. Sometimes it seems that they've decided um, that they want to do it as quickly as possible. And so I think mm. the elopement seems to be a very good option for them. Um, certainly it hasn't been as much about running away from family because we do have <laughs> a lot of couples who have included their family. And like the end of the turquoise bear, we you know have either just the couple doing a kind of true elopement or we have them inviting um, their families to come and join them and support their um, newfound life together. I think what's really cool about the elopements, you know, when you were saying that some people just want to do it quickly. I know from living in military communities that a lot of times people want to do that before a husband or, or a to-be husband or to-be wife is, you know, going on, on a tour, like, you know, being shipped off, you know what I mean? And um, having to go and leave the country that they'll do that. And obviously there's pregnancies too, but sometimes people are like, you know what, let's just do it. We're, we're in that mode. Let's do it. Let's, and I think there's something about getting hitched in the land of enchantment. I mean, New Mexico has this magic to it. And I think, you know, mm -hmm. we're also getting to the point of, are we going to put all of our money into this massive wedding when we could do something intimate? and still beautiful and precious and memorable and have that magic and, you know, save our money for a house maybe, you know, so I see that's a little bit of a different difference. Have you seen that Sherry as well over at, at the end of the turquoise bear? I think people are always trending to think about their life as a whole. Um, I think that people know when they want to have something just between the two of them, or if they want to have a full-on gathering. I think that people really um, think about their destination, want to be here in Santa Fe, and then mm. know what they want to build for you know that moment. And yes, that can mean a different investment, a different focus, and not to focus so much on maybe having a you know, very palatious wedding, but something small, something that's mm. intimate, something that's meaningful, and then be able to go out and have maybe a vacation if they haven't had one, or yes, invest in their home. You know, and yeah, looking the money in the honeymoon. Yeah, the honeymoon too. I mean, and then you can yeah. honeymoon in Santa Fe. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. You could honeymoon <laughs> all over New Mexico and be happy. You know, Chamayo, how far are you from Santa Fe, Kim? We're about 35 minutes north. Oh, that's not bad. No, not bad getting, at all. It's a real quick drive. A lot yeah. of people that just kind of want that out, out, like out of the city kind of feel, which I don't think Santa Fe feels like a city personally, but, you know, that's just me. But, um, you know, just kind of, I kind of feel like we haven't, de haven't been to Chimeo yet and we will get there because we travel full time, you know, so that's our big <laughs> thing. But it just feels like to me when you think about Chamayo that it's kind of maybe people that 
want are like more like nature and you know when they have more like love the outdoors i don't know if i'm right or wrong on it and in history of course but maybe even going from santa fe i mean are you guys getting a lot of locals coming in and doing it we because it's interesting we get a lot of folks from all over the place there's uh you know a lot of our couples are from new mexico from um typically from south of where we are albuquerque las cruces um, all throughout Mexico. But, you know, we've also married folks from Oklahoma and Texas. Wow. Um, so we see a, a real varied um, span of states that represent the couples that come to uh, Casa Escondida. Mm. Mm. And then you know, that's the thing going on both of your websites. So everyone, casaescondida.com. It looks so beautiful that... Mm-hmm. The photos, I mean, that's a huge part of the wedding, right? Is not only, you know, the location, but the photos that they're going to have for their memories. So right. are you finding that 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 is a big draw for people? Yeah, I, I get. I definitely think that the being able to have that backdrop, whether it's um, the different mountain ranges or just having some natural backdrop, they love to take the photos um, around the property. So it's certainly a big draw for our guests. Mm. and sherry over at the end of the turquoise bear because you guys are kind of spread out with like almost like a lot of casitas right so that's also seems like you have a lot of places you can photograph and if people want to book the whole in they could right yes um we have three wedding packages that we offer for elopements and those are two night minimum stays and if you do want to book the whole house it's a three night minimum stay You know, we're only nine guest rooms here at the Inn. We have a lot of lovely small settings in our gardens. We have an intimate back patio space that we have had a wedding. There are lower gardens that have a little bit more of a landing and more spacious seating. And then some people just, you know, stand in a semicircle up on the top tier of the estate and gather around Mm -hmm. there. But yes, there are a lot of still natural settings, even though we are in a state, there are some pretty lovely spots to have a really nice wedding or gather around the uh, fountain that is original to the estate. People love to do that as well. Yes. Well, that's There's cool. Good outdoor spaces as well as inside. So it's kind of neat that, you know, so can people basically with these packages, you know, go as big or small as they want, but you guys can officiate the wedding so you can really help especially if it's a destination if people aren't local or maybe their family's local you know that it you know and listen a lot of people do backyard weddings but this is kind of cool where you don't have to put your family out you go to the inn you have that you know that privacy as well for the couple it just seems to me like this would be a big help for people so you don't have to go through like those months of hell of trying to put a wedding together. Arrange everything. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, then we don't want bridezillas and, and, you know, mom-in-lawzillas and all of that drama. I think we're getting to that place of people really just want some things nice and special without the drama. And it seems like bed and breakfasts are the way to go. So, Sherry, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, how how far can you help people in in planning it or... Do they need to go see the cake vendors and all of that if they're coming from out of town? 
No, so we do get people from all over the United States and outside of the United States as well that come here for their elopement package. Um, we can assist with boutonnieres and bouquet. Because our guests gather only 10 is sort of our capacity. Occasionally we'll go and do 20 for the wedding, but not more than that. Um, we will assist them with flowers. It's usually like, you know, a color scheme that the bride and the groom might have. They do have a two-tier wedding cake that um, is part of one of the packages. Cool. And of course, a reception for toasting the bride and the groom after the wedding. And, you know, usually the elopement weddings last for no more than 30 minutes. It just depends on how the style in which they want to sort of um, have their vows go. Everybody's so different in how they want their vows. Mm -hmm. We have a standard set of vows as suggestion, but then some people like to play music and, of course, uh, maybe say a poem or a prayer. It just depends on how... Mm -hmm. um, you know, the guests want to enjoy and the bride and groom sort of want to develop their wedding. And then, of course, you know, they can be as small as just, you know, two people with the efficient plus two witnesses. I mean, it can go to be that petite. Um, but still, Can really you get a witness? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to play that song. I, I couldn't help that. But I mean, yeah, what happens if you one. are just a couple saying, you know what, we're going to do it you know, and we'll, you know, do, because I know people, I have friends that they eloped and then they did a bigger wedding later, but they wanted it on their terms, like their own thing. And so the witnesses were from a resort, this, they did it in Mexico, but they, well, no, they, they married in this country, then did the big thing in Mexico, but they, you know, their whole thing was to have their own intimate moments. So they needed to have witnesses that weren't part of the, the big thing. So can you provide the witness? Yes, <laughs> we can. <laughs> um, we do. So we do have witnesses that can be available if need be, because um, usually it's just typically the bride and the groom, and then, of course, the person who's officiating. But some people do have their family members might be in the area or flying in with them. So usually there's one to four people still sort of with the bride and groom. Nice. Kim, do you have witnesses? <laughs> we do have witnesses. And so we, if we do have a really small elopement, then we provide the witnesses. Often we do have um, our couples bringing a few folks with them or even a larger group of 10 to 12 folks. I think um, picking up on some of the themes that you've mentioned, the elopement seems to be a really good option because in our case, it does allow the couple to really focus on this commitment that they're making to each other. And they don't really have to worry about anything. We take care of ordering the cake, the flowers, boutonniere. Um, we provide, you know, a little um, sparkling cider for a toast. And so everything is set up for them. They basically just have to show up. Now, they also have the opportunity to do a little bit more. So, you know, we had one young couple who wanted uh, somebody to do a whole uh, setup of a staging area for their ceremony on our um, balcony, but it really depends on what the couple wants. And I think most of them tend to trend towards super low maintenance, and it allows them to focus on each other 
and you know the words that they're saying to each other so they're really just lovely ceremonies and as I officiate them oh you do it, it too I ah. do it as well yeah it, I am always taken aback by the emotion that's generated and you know the words that they exchange with with each other and it really is a very lovely moment to be a part of you know, I, it, you it, know it, it's it's better because the big huge I mean some people really have to have the big huge wedding but there's so much that goes with it it turns into this major event and then your mind is split between oh are there enough chairs did they do this did they do that is this right is that right instead of what you're really supposed to be concentrating on is you make this big decision to actually get married you know mm -hmm. right exactly that's what i was saying about the drama you know to me no drama and just go <laughs> have a wonderful time intimate time and can always do other parties later but it's and i think bed and breakfast there's something so special about staying at a bed and breakfast you know from from our experience which i mean in i think in two years we stayed in 30 bed and breakfasts and wow the innkeepers <laughs> yeah. are like their own visitor bureau they know everybody in town something mm -hmm. goes weird like and listen the fact that both of you do cakes that's a huge deal i know for a fact yeah we used to live in a mountain town and our yeah. you know friends ran an inn and people go, oh, we're going to bring the cake up the hill. Oh, you don't want to do that. No, 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 no you no. don't. <laughs> no, no. Nope. let the cake people do the cake thing. Don't, don't, don't play deliver the cake yourself. And then if it, mm -hmm. something happens to the cake, then we go into that drama zone. So like my whole thing is it shouldn't be drama, but bed and breakfast, the innkeepers and their staff are just always on. They want everything to be so perfect and there's like a it's it's a more relaxed feeling you know what I mean than I don't know some of the corporate I'm not knocking corporate destinations but do, do you guys know what I mean about that that warm feeling and more you know like yeah and if you want to have champagne in your room you can, <laughs> you can do exactly you yeah you want to be relaxed and you might need it mm -hmm. <laughs> you might need yeah. it yeah so yeah I think what one of the things that's really nice is because they don't have to worry about any of those other aspects of the ceremony or the celebration, mm -hmm. they really get to focus on themselves, getting ready, um, really thinking about this next step in their lives together. And I, and I think the very relaxed atmosphere, what the way that we try and ease everything for them um, makes it a, a beautiful experience for them. Mm. Oh, cool. it's part of you know we're looking at the way travel has also changed and it really doesn't matter about age groups it used to be oh authentic authentic travel is for people with a backpack and going around the world that way it's not that's not true anymore it's all ages want to have a very real experience when they travel and bed and breakfast really do that well um, because you're staying in some place where, you know, the food is local, someone's made it, it's not out of a frozen thingy, you know what I mean? <laughs> There's just this magical touch that comes with it. So you're you're staying authentic within a region too. And so right. it's like for, for getting married, that to me is the best thing. And if you have a few guests, you've, you know, loved ones, family members, that's special too. 
So Sherry, I wanted to go to you on this. Um, how many rooms, like how many people can stay at the inn at one time if they want to book the whole place? Because I know there, you guys have a lot of beautiful, but the Basilica, you've got all, a lot of beautiful churches too. So if people wanted to do that kind of wedding, they could still book the inn, right? can still book the inn so that their family can gather. So it's not just about the wedding moment. It's about the breakfast after in the morning. It's maybe hanging out on the patio and being able to have great conversations outside and enjoy the afternoon um, and just be in nature, whether it's any season. Um, but our capacity of the inn is nine guest rooms. Um, 18 standard, but we can do 20 guests here at the estate. And we have done 20 guests for a wedding. Um, you know, we can do that, even though our mm -hmm. largest elopement package says bride and groom plus 10 guests. Um, mm -hmm. There's a little bit of a different conversation when people are thinking about having the whole in for their family. And just to touch on your point from earlier, I think, yes, people are kind of wanting to have that full experience. It's not just the hour of the ceremony. It's about the time with their friends and family or each other to have time on their arrival, getting ready the next day, um, you know, relaxing and enjoying the time and then having breakfast in the next day. So it's about sort of like the time quality that they can have. And I think that's hopefully why people um, choose inns. And of course, Santa Fe is a great destination. Mm. I want to go over to Kim too on that with how many people for uh, Casa Escondida. We also have nine rooms and um the total oh, capacity, yeah. the max capacity is 28 in the guest rooms. Mm -hmm. Most folks, however, stay at two to a room. So typically about 18 or so. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I think that's nice about the bed and breakfast as an atmosphere for these weddings is that if a family doesn't book the entire place, and in most cases, I would say they don't, um, mm -hmm. that they do get to meet some of our other guests and they get to share in the joy of it. And, and, you know, we have such a range of folks who get married here. We've got, we've had very young couples. We've had couples who are, you know, having their second marriage or, mm. uh, you know, very late in life marriage. And so it's been just really beautiful for them also to share that with other guests that are on the property. That's awesome. You know, and, and also going back to that authentic travel, New Mexico, like really, Let's talk about food and, and are there unique things, you know, in the land of, you know, stay true New Mexico, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so when you think about a wedding and, you know, are there different traditions for New Mexico as a state for weddings or elopements? And then are, is the food different? Are the, is the cakes a little bit different? I mean, are you going to put green chilies in your cake? I'm just asking. I had to because, you know, I'm that way, but... I mean, so let's go to you, Sherry, with that. I mean, are there specific foods that are a little different that you'd have? I mean, yes, there are people who've had red chili in their chocolate cake. I mean, really? You know, two very That's good cool, combinations. Though. Yeah, it's better <laughs> that, than green chili. Um, pair yeah. well with one another. Yeah, red chili mm -hmm. for sure. Um, but no, I mean, I think um, there is an energy of culture and art that is here 
um, mm-hmm. that brings people to Santa Fe. And um, we always try to make sure that we're bringing that in, whether that's breakfast or if they want something specific in a cake or a decoration. Um, some people bring that in through New Mexico through color theme as well. But we get people from all over, so it can truly go any direction. Um, mm. But yes, I mean, you know, when you come to the inn, you will still have biscochitos. You will still have those elements and touches that are just true New Mexico. Oh, tell everybody mm. about biscochitos. You guys have mm. your own cookie. Like, yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> and they're good. I mean, it is the National Day cookie. Yes, <laughs> they're delicious. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's got anise. It is like, um, oh, they're just so good, and you, they're dangerous. You could eat a lot of them, and they go well with sherry. I know, <laughs> I'm just saying they go very well with sherry. But you know, I think that's another thing is like you can have biscochitos at your at your wedding, and you can you know you've got wine that comes from New Mexico, so you could have local wine and. And keep it local if you wanted to have that feeling. I don't know how people will feel about Frito pie being served at a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm just saying. But Kim, anything that you've seen in in regard? Do you guys do any anything different for folks that want to have like a, a a New Mexico style wedding? Yeah, we try and accommodate that. I I think the the bed and breakfast itself has that feel for. the kind of cultural and artistic um, styles of New Mexico. And so people come for that reason. And then if they have any special requests, we figure out the best way to accommodate that. In terms of food, they will often uh, make reservations at the um, Rancho de Chimayo, which is about a five minute drive from us. And so they'll set up their, uh, whether it's a, a little bit larger reception or just a small dinner, for the couple um, at that restaurant or other local restaurants and even drive into Santa Fe to um, celebrate at a restaurant there. Mm. But Sherry, anywhere in Santa Fe that you guys recommend for the dining options, uh, you know, after a wedding or you don't have to do rehearsal dinners with this. There's (laughs) a saving again, right? But Um, for Santa Fe, you guys have so much. Oh, (laughs) yes, there are so many restaurants that um, our guests can enjoy here in Santa Fe. There are so many and there's such an array of different kinds of cuisine that they can enjoy. Um, Here we don't do like a, um, uh, we have a reception, but it's usually for cake and champagne toast. And then we have the breakfast, but we don't do any other catering outside of that. Mm. Usually if they want um, a recommendation, they'll just ask us. But yes, here in Santa Fe, we have so many recommendations and so many. And everyone could go do the margarita trail. (laughs) (laughs) That's a way to start off your wedding. There's a chocolate trail now too. You can go and your way through chocolate as well in Santa Fe. Nice. Oh, is the is that there's a chuck it begins with a K mm. that we went to. Oh, what is it? It's, Kawa. it's oh my Kakawa gosh. Kawa chocolate. It, that mm-hmm. has to be on there. That is like everyone they must are go on there. The chocolate trail. <laughs> yes, it's they, delicious. everyone needs to go. And if you need energy for your wedding, go go drink that oh. co- that that um they they have like a chocolate elixir in there. 
and I think it was like a Mayan or Aztec style and it has that pepper in there that you're talking mm. about I remember it's having really that good. and going I can <laughs> run all the way from there downtown down back to the <laughs> hotel I'm like Rambo that was the you know oh my gosh I was like revved up like mm-mm. everybody trade trade in those you know Red Bulls and, and go get that 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 is the stuff it's good and you should have it at your wedding because everybody <laughs> can use the energy it's good and oh my gosh I did not know you had a chocolate trail that is so exciting mm. I'm waiting to have a biscochito trail I think that would be fantastic oh. <laughs> well that would be because everyone does yeah. it a little different the, a little the different exactly do you Ooh. guys make your own at the at the B&B no we you? don't not yet anyway hmm well, you if you want a trail, really you better start there. it and start yeah, baking. Exactly. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> see, <laughs> do you make them, Sherry, over at the end of the turquoise bear? We do. All of the innkeepers here make biscochitos. So, yes. Can you make them in the shape of a little bear? Mm, yes. We do have a cookie cutter that's in the shape of a bear, but usually I knew we stick to traditional cutouts, but we do have some, um, especially around the holiday season, we'll do a little fun and do a little bit of a fancier cookie. So I yeah. want bear pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> I want bear. Okay. So breakfast. Okay. So now the, the wedding, the elopement has happened. And even for honeymooners, do you guys do something special for them in the morning? Is breakfast a little bit different? Or, I mean, because I always think every bed and breakfast and the breakfast is part of that whole special thing. But is there anything we should know about about the breakfast that what you guys serve, even just for people to know? Because now I'm hungry. And now I wish <laughs> I was in New Mexico again. I'm hungry. <laughs> you guys are not helping me at all with this. <laughs> you know, every time we do these shows, I start like craving New Mexican food and there's such good food in your state but Sherry tell us a little bit about breakfast oh you're gonna kill me I know well when we have a whole house booking um, usually the breakfast is a little bit more of an energy of gathering in the family and it's a little bit slower process because um, everybody really wants to take their time and sort of enjoy and socialize with one another maybe it's not as quick um, but, you know, breakfast here is always sort of um, an experience because we like to start off with a little smoothie and then we kind of people can have and enjoy the buffet, um, fresh baked good and some fruit and yogurt and granolas and cereals. And then we go into a special of the day that could be blue corn pancakes. Mm. with red chili bacon, um, what? it could be a frittata. Mm. So, I mean, there's lots of different breakfasts that we do. Um, we try to accommodate any kind of guest requests of allergy or, you know, food concern. We're always taking that in and making accommodations for that. Um, but they vary. And it's mm. always sort of like a surprise in the next day when we put up the breakfast board, those guests are here with us for two or three days. They're kind of like, Ooh, what's tomorrow? <laughs> and they yeah, kind of you like can never gather repeat around the, the breakfast, breakfast board. No, we yeah. don't. And so they kind of gather around and they're like wondering what we're going to be baking or making into the next day. Can you accommodate Nancy about the bacon? Tell her a little bit more about this. I mean, tell her about the bacon, like, <laughs> 
describe the bacon to her and then we'll have to make it after this <laughs> tell so it's like are you doing like a chili dusting on it like is it marinated what's going yes. on no so for here at the end of the turquoise bear um the red chili bacon is actually a traditional bacon that has been baked slowly in the oven and then, of course, we make our own red chili sauce, a little bit of honey in there, um, mm. glazed, and then baked again. So it's sort of nice and crispy and um, very full of sort of all those flavors that you love here in New Mexico. And mm. not too hot for people that, you know, there's a, no, there's it's a like learning. Savory. For... It's savory. It's savory. It's a savory bacon. It's not, it's not like a, a, a intense heat. Not an intense heat. Baking, baking bacon is so much better than frying it. Mm -hmm. it it's a totally <laughs> yeah. different thing. It, and uh, we were at one bed and breakfast that did, I guess it was a bourbon topping. Bourbon, it was Cape Cod and bourbon. Candy, candy yeah. bourbon. Bourbon Cape, bacon. I was like, Cape Cod seasoning. Mm -hmm. I'm going to live here. <laughs> so, so Nancy's moving in. <laughs> she's moving in so kim tell us about breakfast at casa escondida oh boy this is Ours dangerous is, um served typically family style and so um like sherry was saying we work with folks with food allergies and restrictions and try and do our best to um accommodate that which um you know is doesn't require too much moving and shifting of parts so we will do uh for example um we might start off with overnight oats with fruit and then we'll do a um huevos rancheros casserole mm -hmm. and then some herb potatoes um to go with that so it, it kind of just depends on if we are looking at making sure you know there's less gluten in the breakfast or we have a few vegetarians who are eating with us and figuring out how we do that family style that can accommodate those different needs. That's really kind of an interesting challenge for innkeepers now, right? It's keto versus vegan and vegetarian and yes. gluten-free. It's like, all right, here we go, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, that's... it can be challenging sometimes. Um, but we usually have a, a bunch of different recipes on hand that will work well with some of those preferences. Mm, that's cool, though. And I think it's that again, like it's that special touch. It is like going to, a, you know, family. It's family. You feel that that's the thing about bed and breakfast to me is like you, you are welcome. And it's more there's just this relaxing vibe. And I think. For many, many years, bed and breakfast were always like, you know, be on your tippy toes and la-di-da. And now <laughs> it's not saying that, you know, they're not special places in la-di-da, but you can relax at a bed and breakfast and the innkeepers want you to feel good and calm and relaxed. That's the whole point, you know, and it feels like you can be, you know, family style, you know, that that's that's the important thing. Different yeah, than, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's I lovely love when... Yeah, we have guests who, so we have coffee ready an hour before breakfast is served. And so they come out and they're in their pajamas, they're sitting in the living room area and, and getting to know each other. And it feels, you know, really comfortable for them. And that really is what we strive to create is that mm -hmm. kind of environment where they can come as they are 
and relax and enjoy themselves and each other. Wow. And Sherry, do you put anything in your coffee for the guests? <laughs> they can have whatever they would like. They usually let us know if they really have something specific that they want. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's winter. Sometimes you want a little, you know, happy, you know. But, right. A little bourbon know. or something like that in their hey, coffee. I don't know yeah. if I was getting married. I want something I in my so. coffee on the way. No, that's good. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you're both in beautiful places, beautiful bed and breakfast. I encourage everyone to go to the website. So Casa Escondida Bed and Breakfast in Chimayo is Chimayo or Chimayo. I'm never going to get this right. Kim, correct me, please. Chimayo. Chimayo. Uh, Chimayo. Chimayo. Yeah. Chimayo. <laughs> I can do it. I'll get it. The only way to know is and really get it, you know, the, you say it correctly is when you go there. That's exactly. the only way. So everyone, casaescondida.com. And then for the end of the turquoise bear in Santa Fe, go to turquoisebear.com. Sherry, did I pronounce turquoise okay? <laughs> okay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you both for joining us. I encourage everyone again to go to the New Mexico Bed and Breakfast Association website. If you're traveling through New Mexico, stay true, stay New Mexico. Go to nmbba.org. Of course, we're here uh, with our shows every second Thursday uh, talking about New Mexico. So keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Thank you so much, ladies. You take care. And ladies, here's to everyone getting hitched in the land of enchantment. Cheers to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Gracious hosts, unique lodging and tasty cuisine. New Mexico bed and breakfasts are New Mexico true. Our innkeepers are as special as New Mexico, and we're sharing their stories. Read about them and plan your trip at nmbba.org.